The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Storytelling inspires, engages, and moves people to action. It's a superpower that anyone can learn. Welcome to Story Powered with your host, Leanne Pico. Stories can hold you back, and stories can move you forward. Let our program help you activate your storytelling superpower and take your business to the next level. Now, here is Leanne Pico. Hello, and welcome to Story Powered. I'm Leanne Pico, your host. We have a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about something that I've I've not really gotten a full grip on, and I don't know whether you have, but uh, I, I it's something I really want to know more about. I feel like I do it, but maybe I don't, um, but I hope I'm going to find out today. So we're going to talk about content marketing, and um, again, you know, it's kind of a new phrase, a new term um, but that we're all kind of learning about. Uh, but what I'm excited about is, is to find out what it is, how we can use it, and how we can link story. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, but before we do that, I really want to thank my guest from a couple weeks ago. It was Kevin Smith from The Story Architect. Kevin talked to us about creating more impactful presentations. He shared a really great formula. It was very generous of him because it's a formula he uses and also he uses with his consulting clients and and, uh, the people he helps to uh, create their presentations. But uh, I highly recommend you check it out. It's a formula he uses for presentations, for sometimes even blog posts, and for investor uh, pitches. So check it out. It's on the Story Powered On Demand Library. Very, very good show. Um, don't do that just yet. I want you to stay tuned here with me for another great show today. Um, so I just wanted to tell you a little bit uh, what's happening in the Story Powered Institute before we move on to our main topic today. I wanted to share with you how much fun I'm having. It's awesome. We're having so much fun in the Story Powered Institute. We're having, uh, we did a book club with Annette Simmons, the uh, essentially the doyen or the maven of storytelling. I learned so much from Annette over the last uh, few years, but she was so much fun. And, and one of the things, and I know I sound like a, a bit of a techno geek, but I'm using a new um, webinar software that just enables me to unmute people. And I can't even tell you just how fun it is to enable the people in the community to talk to um, these really wise and wonderful story people. So it's so, so fun. So I just wanted to share that because I know I might just be behind the times. But the fact that we're being able to create technology that enables people to interact. We had um, somebody from London. We had people from the States, some people from Canada, somebody from Australia listening in. It's just amazing. So anyway. Just wanted to share that. It was pretty fun. So I wanted to let you know, though, that you can come and hang out with me in the Story Powered Institute in a couple weeks. I will be hosting a free story hangout. It's on November 26th at 1030 in the morning, uh, Eastern Time. Uh, it's an, The hangouts are going to happen every month now. They're an unplanned and informal space. So if you've been listening to this show and, and you've been kind of like, oh, I kind of like the idea of a story, but I want to know more. Or if you're a story expert and you got a burning question or burning issue you just want to talk about, 
Or if you just want to come and share a story and get some feedback, you're more than welcome. Now, you do need to have you need to be a member of the uh, Story Powered Institute to participate. It is free, um, but all you need to do is to be my story friend. So come to the Story Powered Institute at storypowered.institute. Sign up for free as a story friend and come hang out with me. I'd love to see you there. Okay, so. I'm going to stop the self-promotion now and move on to our subject, which is content marketing. And today, I'm so excited to have somebody on the show that um, I really admire and I've learned from. And um, interestingly enough, it, it's one of those uh, we were just actually talking about. It is that it's interesting that we uh, the fun part about sharing stories is that you feel like you get to know people from all over the world. And uh, I was lucky enough to talk to this gentleman a little while ago. But before that, we really, it's reading each other's content and seeing what each other's doing on LinkedIn. It's, it's uh, amazing how well story connects us these days. So um, I'm very excited to introduce you to Omar Katten. So, or, or Omar Katan, I'm thinking. Omar is a managing director and chief strategy officer at Sandstorm Digital, FZE, a young and fast-growing digital content marketing agency headquartered in Dubai. Omar has over 25 years of experience in brand strategy, digital content marketing, communications and advertising, spanning two continents in two high-profile regions, uh, the MENA and Europe. The first 12 years of Omar's career were spent in the Middle East and North Africa, where he worked on brand communication strategies and launch campaigns for some of the world's best-known brands like Nestle, L'Oreal, and Philip Morris. In 2002, Omar moved to the UK, and since then, he focused his um, attention to digital content marketing and advertising. He spent the last 13 years of his career working in large media agency environments, setting up and co-managing the digital content and inbound marketing departments. And Omar comes to us from Dubai today. He's back there. Um, Omar, welcome to Story Powered. Thank you very much, Leanne. Thank you for having me. So nice to have you here. Now, is it... Catan or Catan? I just I didn't check your last name, and I think I yeah, mucked the, it up. The second time around was right, yeah, but uh, that's pretty good, uh, uh, you know. For for even both uh, are better than a lot of people would start. Uh, turn out this, so well done. <laughs> I get the same thing, so I'm always very sensitive about. I answer to anything myself, no, 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 but I want to make sure I get it right. <laughs> so, no, Omar, tell me your yeah, story. I just need to give a heads up to your uh, to your viewers or to your listeners uh, to say that it's 10 p.m. here in Dubai. So uh, if, if I start to doze off uh, during this conversation, please excuse me. It's not uh, you know at, at 40 at 44 years old that happens to you sometimes. <laughs> well, if you do start the, snoring, we have to around. cut you off. Yeah, we will pay attention. But if you're snoring, I'm afraid that's it then. <laughs> so tell us about you. What's um? You've obviously you've been your story involves travel. You've you've moved around. Um, what what um? Tell us about you and about Sandstorm and and the kind of work you do and the journey you've had to get here. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, I I guess I'll start with um with a story because uh. uh it's a story I don't really tell. I actually think that this will be the first time I would on your show, uh, Leanne. So that's pretty, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big deal uh, that I'll be saying the story uh, kind of publicly. Uh, it's, oh it's wow! Thank you. Which, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's a one-off 
uh, and we didn't, I didn't even negotiate any kind of rights, you know. <laughs> but it's actually an interesting story. It's a, it's a riches to rags to riches kind of story. So, you know, you hear about plots and stories, and, you know, the best stories have certain plots, and, and, uh, and this is actually one of, usually it's uh, rags to riches. This is the riches to rags to riches. So uh, it started, uh, well, so I, I come, basically, I'm, uh, I'm come from a country in the Middle East called Jordan. Uh, I'm sure your listeners know where that is. Yes. Uh, and uh, it's basically, uh, I come from a family that was fairly, I would say, well off in, in Jordan. Uh, and uh, back in uh, back in 1993, I finished university college in, in the United States, actually, at Babson in, in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, and I come back to the family business, uh, you know, Join the family business and uh, and and take a very high profile role right away with you know with my siblings, brothers and sisters. And uh, unfortunately, things didn't go too well. So uh, the, the part of the story of, of my experience in the Middle East was actually a very sour experience, and it was a, a story of failure basically. Um, so basically, it was uh, you know a, a well-off family that went bankrupt, and that's an unfortunate story that led to very interesting kind of uh, passages through life uh, from my perspective that led me to here, which I'll come to in a second. But uh, uh, basically, it was just bad, in, uh, you know, investing in, in the wrong things and just not being very you know, shrewd about investment decisions. Uh, it kind of led, uh, that, that failure kind of led to me and um, my uh, young family back then uh, daughter and an ex-wife uh, moving to the UK, and actually uh, finding that when I joined, uh, when I left, went to arrived in the UK, that actually there was no my my skills. Even though I've had that so much experience in marketing and advertising in, in the Middle East, uh, in the family business, that actually those skills weren't transferable because in marketing specifically, you kind of need to have had local experience in the market and understand the consumers, as you can appreciate. So, unfortunately, oh, yes. that kind of led to to me not able to find a job for uh, for a while. Uh, and kind of working at five pounds an hour in uh, in a liquor shop uh, in, in London. That actually, funny enough, well, it's not funny, but it actually that also went bankrupt. It, the, the, that that business wasn't doing well, uh, and so I was working for around a year, uh, twelve. 18 months in that business, you know, as, as a, basically as a sales assistant, uh, you know, from being a multimillionaire, well, not a multimillionaire, but having quite a bit of money to kind of working five pounds an hour. Five pounds is around, I don't know, eight, nine dollars an hour. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, basically, uh, along that time, I kind of saw the signs that this business that I was working in was not really going any places and uh, any, any place. So I started uh, kind of teaching myself uh, just going online, being inquisitive about online, and I taught myself SEO, search engine optimization, and that's kind of how things started. Uh, and you know, a year in, the, the the business that I was employed by was at five pounds an hour, went bankrupt around Christmas time, actually, in the UK, which is really sad. A lot of people lost their business, their you know, their long-term kind of security, the families that relied on that income, both uh, you know, to, to live and uh, lost uh, over Christmas time uh, their their business and uh, you know the company folded completely. It was in the news. It was a major deal back then. Anyway, I was lucky to have taught myself 
search engine optimization, SEO, which is, I think your, uh, your listeners might know what it is, but if they don't, they can uh, Google it. Uh, but basically, it's, uh, it's uh, getting content to show up uh, in top positions on search engines such as Google. Uh, and that's called search engine optimization or SEO. So uh, uh, I was lucky to kind of have taught myself how to, you know, the arts back then of SEO because that led me to my next job, um, which was uh, I got employed by a company uh, called Definity, which is part of Egypt. Uh, and I think now it's re- been since it's been rebranded to iProspect. So one of the large kind of digital uh, outfits in the world. And, uh, uh, and, and back then, it was fairly new, uh, you know, SEO, search optimization, and uh, digital journey. So I was lucky to kind of, really, in the UK, I think in the US, it was... Uh, when I had with the UK back then in, in 2002, 2003, uh, but in the UK I was one of kind of the first people who, who was hired to do search engine optimization. Um, and so that really kind of got me into, you know, uh, digital and content and understanding how Google or search engines such as Google kind of value content and what they surface to the top. And, and I started Back then, not to think of content as just sticking keywords and doing some technical mumbo-jumbo in the background to get your <laughs> page or your website to the top of the results. But I actually started to think that you know, Google and the other search engines had formula. They wanted to surface the best content at the top of their results because that meant good experience for their users. People were searching for uh, quality content content that will help them answer questions. So back then, I was also lucky to be hired by a person who is brilliant. Uh, can I name names here? Sure, of course. Or Nick Elton, he's an amazing guy. He's my first kind of digital boss. I, I always read about him. And he actually made me think different back then because we had a couple of clients back then, Lily Dell and uh, uh, Matt Brooks and a few others. And back then, even when SEO was not known, we were actually creating content. So we're creating guides for Dell, uh, how to use a computer, how to set up a laptop, and actually creating content back, back in 2003, um, which is amazing. And, and I got into that. I, I really appreciated it. And the fact that you, you create really good content and you see the value. Back then, there wasn't really social media. So Google was in their own data, you'd find things and maybe you'd email the pieces, content somebody back then, or you'd call them. So anyway, so that kind of got me into, uh, so I got into SEO, but I wasn't thinking of SEO as SEO. I was always thinking and fascinated by the whole content marketing side of it, creating content. And we'll come to what content marketing is in a second. Uh, but it was basically creating content and putting it in front of the right eyeballs, so people who are searching for it or, or looking for uh, a problem to solve and and a brand or anybody. It wasn't only brands who were creating. Actually, brands came second. Back then, it was people out of their bedrooms creating content to answer mm-hmm. people's questions. Yes. A lot of people became millionaires because of that, as you, as you probably remember. Yes. Uh, smart people who understood the value back then and, and really kind of capitalized on it. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was amazing. A job at, uh, at uh, Divinity uh, and became my prospect. I moved uh, two or three years on. I moved to another agency uh, called Mediacom, which is the largest media planning agency in the UK, uh, and it's part of WPP, the largest kind of uh, owner of 
media properties and advertising agencies uh, and such. Um, and so I, I went there to start the SEO department uh, at Mediacom back then. Um, and I was one of the first people hired within WPP actually back then because it was so new in the UK. I'm not talking about the US. I'm sure it's more developed there. But in the UK, uh, it was. And actually, uh, early on, I, uh, I, was, uh, I was lucky to work with really brilliant people who also understood the value of content and where it's going. Um, and actually, uh, as a result... I was lucky enough to be part of uh, you know, the initial founding group of, of what uh, Mediacom now has termed Mediacom Beyond Advertising. So, and basically, it's the content uh, division, content marketing division of, of, of a large media planning and buying agency. And again, we'll nice. come in a second to why, uh, to why content marketing is important for business and why large media agencies have adopted this model. Uh, and it's mainly because people's attention spans are no longer uh, fixated on a couple of media channels like TV, radio, and press. Uh, yeah. and people's attention spans are all over the place, and, you know, different uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you know, LinkedIn, whatever. And people's uh, attention spans are all over the place. And content marketing, if done right, will address that. So I was lucky to kind of do that then and really develop my career at Mediacom for around five years. And starting off with just an SEO department and actually building it uh, with another, with a, you know, a team into media and advertising that started off in London and now it's it's, uh, it's launched all over the world. So it's a global brand now. So I'm nice. proud to be part of that back then. That's wonderful. Um, and, and and then now you're you're um, we got about a minute to the break, um, Omar. But I, you know, I love that you've shared that story. The kind of the chef. Especially because uh, I yes, please do yeah. Uh, sorry, no. I was just going to say that it's. Uh, I love the story, and thank you so much for sharing the story for um, the changes that you went through. And and it is, um, you know, it's it is a it's an amazing journey for us to hear about. And now, because and so for you to kind of and you know anybody who has emigrated knows that uh, the first couple of years are are really hard. They're really hard work. Yeah. Um, but now you're back in Dubai and and you're you have your own agency. So you you, you kind of and, and there's so much fun in building that kind of company, um, like you said, to be part of a big piece that kind of grows. But you now have your own company, is that right? And that's Sandstorm? It's not. Uh, it's not actually my company. I, I got okay. uh, asked to uh, to to join and to run it. Uh, but oh, nice. Behind it, actually, uh, we're following my story and actually invested in it. But yes, uh, I actually was really passionate towards the end of Mediacom. I was really starting to get into brand storytelling, and I'll come to actually one piece that really got me into it was a TED talk by Andrew Stanton. I, uh, it's uh, the, the truth to a good story. It's an amazing, amazing TED yes. talk. My favorite. Uh, yes. And that kind of got me uh, thinking brand story. Uh, so if you watch it, you, it's really inspiring. Anyway, uh, yeah, so towards the end of the Mediacom, uh, unfortunately, on the personal side in my life, things weren't going too well. I was too focused on work. And that led to uh, certain things personally on, on the marriage, on, on, you know, on my ex, you know, the, the, the marriage uh, situation that didn't go well. Uh, but, you know, I, I, uh, I I, and uh, I found that there was a brick wall in the UK, so I moved to, to Dubai with this opportunity, and it's been amazing since then, uh, Leanne. Uh, it's basically, we came in, and the region here is still, 
really starting to adopt it, you know, and understand it. And, and I'm lucky to have all of this wealth of information, uh, uh, of experience, and to really come uh, to a region that I call home again, uh, and and really help shape uh, what uh, what the future of digital means. Uh, and I'm I'm really lucky. And it's uh, three years on. We started off really small. Today, uh, we are. Um, yeah, I think one of the kind of well-known agencies here in digital and content marketing specifically, uh, we're winning uh, really large clients, and we're really excited because we 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 are not really we we haven't really taken shortcuts. We really know what we want. We defined what we are trying to do, and, and brand story and content marketing is is uh, which we'll talk about in a second is a major part of how we are presenting our offerings. So. Nice. Thank you for that. And, you know, it's just, and again, uh, we're going to go in and have a wee break, but just to say um, and echo uh, what you've been saying, because um, obviously you, you've won an award recently and uh, your company's won some big clients. So I think it's just so wonderful that you've been able to be part of a build again and being able to, um, you know, follow your passion and, and uh, life can't get better than that when you're, when you're doing that for sure. So we're going to just come back in a, in a couple minutes when uh, Omar is going to tell us a little bit more about content marketing. He's given us some teasers about it, so I'm looking forward to hearing more. Um, don't forget to come and hang out with me at the storypower.institute. Be my story friend. Come hang out. We're now going to take a break. I'm Liam Pico. You're listening to Story Powered on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll see you in just a sec. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Activate and grow your storytelling superpower with Leanne Pico of Very Good Stories. Stories inspire, stories engage, and stories move people to action. It's pretty powerful stuff. Story coach Leanne Pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader, build a more powerful brand, or create a team of storytelling powerhouses. You can email Leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com or check out her website at verygoodstories.com. Contact Leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower. Are you ready to be the change you wish to be? Live with passion. On Success Inside, host Aparna will share some of the world's best ideas from today's thought leaders. You'll hear success stories from around the world. Guests include inspiring authors, world leaders, spiritual leaders, and successful entrepreneurs. It's time to live the life of your dreams. Listen for Success Inside, airing live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, Connect with us on the web at verygoodstories.com. Now, back to Story Powered. Hi there. Welcome back. It's me, Leanne Pico, your host. And I'm chatting today with Omar Katan of Sandstorm Digital in Dubai. Um, but they obviously work throughout the world. And I recommend you have a look at their website at sandstormdigital.com. 
that do great, great services. Um, just before the break, Omar was sharing his story, and I, I'm so pleased and privileged that he shared his um, personal story of, of and his journey here for the first time. Um, and we were just talking in the break a little bit about how challenging it can be to share your, your story and how... Um, you know, especially if there's personal stuff, like how do we relate it and how does it, it feel? So, Omar, thank you so much for sharing that story and for, um, you know, modeling for others what we're trying to get thank them you. to do, thank which is to connect. Me, thank you for giving me the platform to share it. Absolutely. So now we're going to move into the content marketing and it is related to the story because if we think about our own stories and you know and it's for brands but it's also for for those of us who are solopreneurs or small business folk um, all of our story a lot of the stories that we um, have are, are, are I call them signature stories or founder stories the why I am where I am right now story um, often that is related to um, our failures our successes our personal journeys things that have happened so so we've talked a lot on this show about storytelling and about using story in various ways. But um, one of the pieces that was missing for me was around how do we connect to it digitally? Um, so I'm so glad that you're here today, Omar. And I'm wondering, you gave us a little bit of a glimpse. But can you talk us through what is content marketing? Like what, what does it encompass? When, when people say content marketing, what are they talking about? Well, uh, it's a very good question. And... Uh, uh, maybe I'll start with a couple of official, uh, a couple of official kind of definitions, and I'll read them out. Uh, one is from Wikipedia. Um, I don't know how 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 kind of seriously you can take that sometimes because it's you know that uh, the editorial process in it is, is uh, all over the place. I think, but in any case, so from the Wikipedia perspective, it's content marketing is any marketing that involves the creation and sharing of media and publishing content in order to acquire and retain customers. So there's a very tangible, you know, uh, financial or, or monetary uh, thing. It's not just about creating content. Uh, right. It's actually there's there's a, a marketing uh, edge behind it. But actually, I think the the definition that really I think everybody kind of uh, subscribes to and really follows it's from uh, an amazing uh, uh, institution called the Content Marketing Institute. And I'm, I'm not sure if you if you know it, Robert Rose. Yes, and, uh, I'm a member. Yeah, uh, it's great. Yes. Uh, uh, and uh, Pellucci, uh Joe Pellucci. Uh, I don't know if I spell his or pronounce his name right, but yeah. So um, I think they have they they they're kind of the pioneers in, in it and trying to kind of lead the thought leadership on it. And we're happy to be one of I think the only in the Eastern company to be registered on their site. So we're proud of that because we really you know uh, respect what they they do and we're really proud of them. Uh, content marketing, so what they say, uh, content marketing is a strategic marketing approach focused on creating and distributing valuable, relevant, and consistent content to attract and retain a clearly defined audience uh, and ultimately to drive profitable customer action. So mm. I think um, I, 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 I subscribe to that because there's a lot of kind of uh, financial wording in it. And I, and I think it, bottom line, content marketing is 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 not just producing random content and and sticking it out there on the internet and LinkedIn, Facebook. It, it, it it's a it's a process, and and and, and it's not and, and the content that is being produced has to be preceded by a lot of thought uh, about the audience who you are communicating with, 
And the bottom line is to understand that you, the, the, the ultimate goal of content marketing is to generate uh, revenues or generate right. an action, a profitable action. It could be straight revenues, but there are other kind of actions that lead to revenues, um, uh, but they're not necessarily revenues right away. But the idea is that you need to define what these are, and, and, and the content that you market needs to drive these uh, actions and drive these goals, the KPIs. So it's very specific, and I, I think that's where I think some people get it right, and, and others actually, and unfortunately, a lot of big brands don't get it right. They... They, 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 they want to produce content, they want to market it, but they fail at actually putting that monetary value behind it. They actually say that that video we produced, what did it do financially to us? You know, or that, you know, that white paper that we created, or you know, our, our activity on Facebook or Twitter. You know. uh, so, so it's very important. I think the, the difference between brands that succeed and fail is in that and the ones that actually have the longevity of actually putting a lot of money behind their content marketing campaigns are the ones who can prove to their management or the CFO or whoever is making the decision on the budget that actually this is working for us. And that's where we are very passionate here. And I think that's why we've been successful in the Middle East because we focus on the numbers and we, we, we make the case. So, so these are the two definitions. I think where I'd like to add, um, and I think where neither Wikipedia nor CMI kind of touched upon is the whole storytelling of it. And, you know, you don't need to stuff so many kind of uh, words in the same paragraph, but I think story is, is critical because uh, content without a story, an overarching story that kind of leads, it's like an arc, a story arc. And, and I think, Leanne, you know uh, what that is. It's basically an overarching arc that kind of leads everything you produce. It's, it's kind of like the, the halo above everything you're doing. And I think that's where also uh, I think a lot of brands kind of fail with content marketing is that they produce content, but there's nothing that really kind of ties it all together, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. I totally under. I know what you're talking about. I was thinking that as you were talking about the brands earlier, and you can almost see it, um, you know, when they've just randomly created a video or, or written something and you kind of go, what does that have to do with you though? Um, and, and so what it does is, is like you say, if it doesn't kind of connect and I like how you put that, that kind of overarching story, if it doesn't connect to it, then we get confused. And so then the confused buyer doesn't, or the confused person doesn't buy, right? <laughs> Cause we're, we're kind of like, I exactly. thought you were something else, but now you're doing this video on this and uh, we need them to connect the dots with their story. Absolutely. Yes, spot on, spot on. Yeah, it's true. Now, in terms of content marketing, so thank you for that because the definitions are helpful. I really like the Content Marketing Institute, and I'm, you know, a few years behind, but trying to model the Story Powered Institute after the un- amazing work that they do. But one of the things about I love that you've that just, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, one of the things, though, that you've just talked about, which was really helpful for me and probably for our listeners, whether you're working for a company or a, a, like a big company or whether you're an entrepreneur, is the idea because content marketing is different from content development. And I think, you know, that's where I get, I've gotten it confused in past where you kind of, you're developing content and you're just kind of, it's like throwing spaghetti at a wall and you're kind of like, oh, did anybody look at that? Did anybody look at that? Um, It's important to develop your content, but the thing I like about content marketing and your, you know, your take on it is the monetization and is the kind of 
strategy and um, that it is about results, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You're dealing with businesses, and these businesses are are there to make money. Um, and uh, we'll come to why content marketing is becoming stronger um, in a second, I guess. Uh, to throw these. Uh, oh, that's okay. Go ahead. Right now. I mean, it's a very simple. It's a very simple premise. I mean, in the past, before the digital online, people had a few media channels that they gathered around. Either the TV, where everybody, the whole family, huddled around the TV, and brands communicated their message through the 30-second spot or, um, and, uh, or, you know, next morning on the breakfast table through, you know, their advertising in magazines or newspapers or outdoor. Today, it is a, a, a market advertising has changed and, and a brand, how they communicate has changed because of the diversification of media and, and uh, the, the, the creation of niches uh, uh, where people are not you know, there's no mass media anymore. It's, uh, it's these niches, and, and it's uh, niches or niches. Um, but it's these. It's the idea that the consumers are all uh, today are, are different. They have the means to go and consume their media, and it's abundant. There's so much of it anywhere, and and it's no longer the brand is no longer in control. They can't just pump out their 30 second spot and niche and and. Uh, you know, and, and we guarantee that for whatever percentage show us the next morning and talked about it. Uh, and, and that's the key. Uh, um, and that's why data is important with content marketing. And that's why the whole financial part of it is critical because brands that understand data and understand where people are consuming the media, and we'll come to that because I think uh, it, it, there's a lead-up to that. Um, and the, the brands that do understand where these consumers are, how they're consuming, what they need to consume, uh, what they're looking to consume, and understand it's all, the data is there. And if you understand it, then your content marketing uh, strategy and approach and, and implementation becomes just scientific. It becomes amazing. It becomes like magic. And, and, and there you're able to fine-tune it and see what's working, what's not. It's a lot about data. It's not uh, as glamorous as people, you know, would think. It's actually a lot of very time-consuming data analysis. And the, the people who are smart at data and who can analyze data faster and have the tools who can do it and who can come out with these key insights are the ones that will win, the brands that will win. Right. And that's a really great um, differentiator because, you know, for me, um, you know, the content side. So, so, there, so like you say, there's a lot of data. It's financial. It's also numbers in terms of traffic. Not, not traffic, more than traffic, right? It's engagement, purchasing. Exactly. Like it's following. Exactly. It's not just... And that and that's the piece where I just wanted to ask you about it because when you know we're going to talk we're talking now well we can start talking about why it's so important for business and so for me the misnomer that it seems to be out there and what people seem to think is that they they just you know put content out there and then you know you get to find out how successful it is by the number of likes you got on Facebook and that's kind of backwards. <laughs> that's not really business anymore, right? It's, yeah, it's unfortunately because that's the that's the one that's the one KPI that unfortunately a lot of people it's kind of like a vanity KPI. It's, you know, I, you know, and they people you know two owners of business to go out to a, a you know a, a party and a cocktail party and they're talking. Oh, you know, I'm, my business has a million likes and oh, the hands. It's really about the engagement. And I think uh, if you have, you know, if you're a business that has one million, another has 20 uh, likes, 
and the 20 are really talking around the brand, and every time the brand, uh, you know, mentions, uh, you know, updates their status, people are engaging with it. That is what uh, real community is, and, and, and if you start to see those engagement levels go up, then people are buying into your story. Uh, otherwise, you really don't have a story. And I think maybe that's a good kind of measurement of uh, brands that are telling a good story and, and, and others who are not. Is that engagement, is that commenting, yeah. is, that, uh, is that retweeting even on Twitter? So you can't really communicate too much. You can, I guess. But it, it is that engagement beyond the just like, because as you and I know, um, likes are purchases, and you can buy them, you know, a bushel a dozen or whatever the phrase yeah. is. You can buy, you can buy that, that. You can you buy sure views can. on Facebook, on, on YouTube. But if, if you have a million views on your video and nobody's commented, nobody's liked it, then there's something wrong there, right? So, you know, there's no community. Nobody's talking yeah. about it. It's not really touch the chord. It's not, it's not appealed to the audience. Therefore, there's no story there that can connect with them. Uh, to, yeah. to, to move them to actually uh, to action, and and, yes. and and when you start to communicate with your audience, that's the most that's gold dust for brands when they are actually having a one-to-one discussion with their with their uh, audience, with their fans, which are their uh, basically their customers, the consumers. That's gold dust, and I and that's where story fits in. I, I think, and that's where I think, unfortunately, a lot of brands don't get that. So. Yeah, yeah, it is the creating the connection, like you say, the engagement, because you can, you know, story does enable you to uh, be part of something or connect with it or empathize or um, it creates that emotional connection. But like you say, and that's the piece about the, um, you know, when we talk about content and sharing it and, um, you know, number, the social media piece is, is, uh, I, I think it's, it's good in terms of seeing how many people are engaging but the challenge like we said is is that it's the conversion rate to customers that ultimately tells you how your content is doing yes yes absolutely that's a very good point sorry it's not just about the the communication on on the platform but it's also how do you move them from that platform to actually engaging and actually giving you monetary output out of it you're right absolutely absolutely and again like i see a lot of entrepreneurs particularly you you see big brands probably doing this it is it's a numbers game and and i watch these kind of entrepreneurs thinking oh man i got like three thousand likes but i can't pay my rent and that's why because it's not it's not um it's not bringing them in in the way that they they need to so thank you for that that's a really good distinguisher thank you Okay, so basically, um, I think we've really kind of covered um, content marketing in terms of why it's important for business and how it's changed. I think that's really important. Um, We're going to take a little break now, but um, we're going to go into what you'd started to talk about there, Omar, which is about storytelling and how it contributes to content marketing. And and I'm not we we probably don't have all the answers. This is a brand like both content marketing and storytelling for business is, is uh, you know, relatively new in the last decade. Uh, we've been telling stories for thousands of years. But um, how we utilize it to um, then convert and increase business and, and uh, bring in customers, is, it's a really interesting thing for us to think about as storytellers, but also in terms of that content marketing space. So um, just a reminder that you can find Omar and his company at sandstormdigital.com. Highly recommend you check it out, uh, especially if you're a big brand who needs to um, 
Get Your Story Straight online. That's a, it's a very good resource. So Omar Katan and it is sandstormdigital.com. When we come back after the break, we're going to be, like I said, we're going to be talking about stories. And so really linking it to content marketing. How do they fit? What stories can we tell? How do they link to the big brand story overall? And, um, and, and maybe we can come up with some ideas for how to make sure that they're converting rather than just... Um, floating out there in, in cyberspace. So we'll be talking about that in just a sec. Um, I'm Liam Pico. This is Story Powered, and we'll be back in a moment. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Activate and grow your storytelling superpower with Leanne Pico of Very Good Stories. Stories inspire, stories engage, and stories move people to action. It's pretty powerful stuff. Story coach Leanne Pico will help you develop your storytelling skills to be a more effective leader, build a more powerful brand, or create a team of storytelling powerhouses. You can email Leanne at leanne at verygoodstories.com. Or check out her website at verygoodstories.com. Contact Leanne today to grow your storytelling superpower. What makes great leaders? Results? A lasting legacy? Is it making a difference in your life? Or maybe the lives of others? I lead. The Leadership Connection with host Dr. Linda Sharkey will bring you the practical tips and tools to make you an extraordinary leader, and by doing so, build a better, more successful, and more profitable organization. Our show is all about you, the leader that you can be, and the culture that you can create. Tune in to I Lead, The Leadership Connection, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Story Powered with Leanne Pico. If you want to find out more about Leanne or the program, connect with us on the web at verygoodstories.com. Now, back to Story Powered. Hi there. Oh, and today I'm talking with Omar Katan of Sandstorm Digital. Um, I was just telling Omar in the break that um, one of the things that's happening for me as I'm speaking with him is my brain is moving like a mile a minute thinking about my own business and uh, the things I'm not doing and what I could do better and how I could. So I'm hoping that's happening for you in terms of really getting a, an understanding of the connection between the content you develop, what you put out there and how you're converting to customers. So um, one of the things, and I, I liked how Omar put it earlier in terms of, you know, when we talk about the overarching story that, um, that we have, and I kind of see it, and I, you know, I'm, I, could, I could be persuaded to think about it differently, but I see the story as the glue. It's the things that help everything stick together so that it makes sense. Like we said before, sometimes you know brands can confuse people because we think they're about something and then all of a sudden they're randomly throwing out content that has no connection to uh, who we think they are. So again, whether you're a big brand or whether you're an entrepreneur, um, it's really important to have that consistency. Now, it takes practice, you know, it takes, it takes time. And, but, but what Omar is talking about is using your data 
and the and the stuff and the information that you're getting to actually improve upon your performance. And that's why I was getting excited because I, I love learning. And so now I'm kind of like, okay, now I really have to look into, um, you know, moving beyond how many people liked or shared the post to kind of like, okay, has it driven anybody closer to me? Have they become a customer? I think it's pretty fun. I'm a bit of a... a um, a data and technology nerd sometimes though. So, <laughs> so Omar, thank you for that. I'm going to stop going on about it. Um, You're welcome. But, I love it. Love it. <laughs> it's so fun to think about. I think we're in a whole new world that's, uh, that's really opening up for us to have access to, um, you know, people yeah. in a way that we've never had before. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk story. So you, you alluded to it and talked to, well, no, you talked a bit about it, about brand storytelling and about, um, so I'm thinking about content marketing and um, how can we use stories within our content marketing to actually move toward the end result, which is, um, so uh, oh, uh, let me, how, how do I put it this way? So we know that story engages people. So that's definitely, you know, that's something that we're kind of like, okay, it engages somebody. How can we use story along the pipeline to convert them to customers, do you think? Or, or where do you think story's place is in content marketing? Do you think it is mostly the front-end engagement? That's a very good question. I think if anybody actually says that they have it right, and they, they don't. It's all new. Digital is new. And people understand that storytelling has been around for you know, thousands and thousands of years from the, the caves uh, 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 back, you know, whatever, hundreds of thousands of years ago to, to now. But but how do you implement stories to actually make it work, to convert, to kind of turn uh, browsers into customers is actually interesting. Uh, so we have our own thoughts on it. And I, I know that various kind of storytellers or, or people in our industry have different thoughts on it. Uh, including uh, a guest who was on your show a couple of weeks ago, I, well, I respect him a lot, uh, Jim Signorelli, yes. uh, who has his ideas about uh, you know the, the storytelling and 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 the hero of the show, the protagonist. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you my take on it, or or the way that I kind of being the chief strategy officer at Samsung Digital and kind of taking care of my clients of how I think of it. Maybe maybe your uh, your listeners. Right, kind of take something out of it, or maybe not. But it's just a thought. So I, I think that so there's a journey uh, that happens um, for any business uh, uh, who, who consults the customers or consumers. There's a journey that those consumers or customers go on, um, and and that journey is. Uh, I think there's various people who kind of uh, uh, created. It's called the hero's journey, and it started from the classic. Uh, Joseph Campbell, the hero with a thousand faces, outlined what he calls the monolith, monument, uh, which is a pattern that many can be found uh, that, that can be found in almost every narrative around the world. And that, so, so that's a very classic kind of way of thinking of the the, the, the hero's journey. That kind of got developed by um, uh, in 1992, the screenwriter and story consultant Christopher Drobler took Campbell's structure and modernized it for today's audience and reduced it to 12 stages in his book, The Writer's Journey, uh, Mythic Structure for Storytelling. Now, what's interesting is the guys over at Consul Marketing Institute took uh, took Roller's uh, kind of uh, reduced steps and reduced even further. 
um, to some steps, I believe, uh, and it's uh, Joe Polisi and, uh, and uh, Rose, Robert Rose, uh, who kind of took that and, and basically said, there's, there's a hero's journey. Uh, and every customer who's selling, uh, uh, sorry, every brand who's selling something, uh, they have a customer. And, and the idea is that that customer should be kind of the center of the story and the hero. So other, other people would say that the brand should be the hero and not the customer, or maybe there's a combination or it's not a one-shoot-fits-all. From our perspective, um, we always feel that the, the customer is the hero and should be the center of the universe, of, of, of the brand. Um, so I'll, I'll talk a bit about that because that's, uh, you know, that, that way of thinking is actually how people kind of perceive it. So people are, are self-centric. They're, they're, um, uh, and, and when you start to kind of uh, uh, place them in the middle of stories that you tell, uh, then there's much more of a connection and conversion, uh, we feel. Um, so the, within that hero's uh, journey, um, I think there's various steps you need to kind of think of and, and to kind of take into account when you're developing the stories. First of all, uh, it's very important to look at the conventional market. So if a brand comes into a new market, for instance, or if it's an existing brand in, in, in a changing market, then it's important to really kind of scope out that market, understand it. Uh, and, and, and storytelling is kind of like setting the scene, if you will. Um, you know, this is, you know, this is where, what the scene looks like today or you know, where we are today. So you need to kind of paint that story. So if, if, it, if, if it's, uh, you know, if it's a brand in the financial sector and today, you know, there's technology that's disrupting the financial sector and there's a lot of changes and, and the customers are changing, that, that part of the story needs to be told and, and then to paint it. Uh, so setting the stage is important, uh, or understanding the stage, at least. Introducing your hero is very important. There's a stage where you start to need to, as a content marketer, you need to know who the hero of your story is. We call them buyer personas. Yeah. So with any client that we kick off with, uh, we do a lot of research, but part of the research is identifying who are we talking to, who are the different personas we're talking to. Is it either B2B, business to business, or business to consumer? Whatever it is, there are people that you're talking to, you need to identify them, put faces uh, to them and put names even, uh, you know, as, as uh, representatives of groups of people that you're trying to talk to. So understanding yeah. them and actually uh, saying that these are the protagonists of your story, I think it's, it's key. So you set the scene, the, the conventional marketplace, you looked at the audience and you said, here's my audience and, 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 and this is the audience in this scene in this changing world that we're in, for instance. Uh, so once you understand them, you really understand their pain points, what keeps them up at night, what gets them up in the morning. Just understanding so much about them that they become real. Uh, and uh, um, once, you, once you start to kind of make them real and put faces uh, in front of them, the brand uh, marketers and, and uh, marketers in general will start to kind of uh, have, have a closer connection with, with, the, with the audience and that protagonist of the story. So it's the marketer's job to do the research and to chase these protagonists, either one or multiple. Uh, but yes. uh, it's important to kind of identify them. Then it's setting the journey. So again, with any, with any story, there's a, there's a journey that happens, and it's a journey of discovery and transformation. So it's here's the scene as it is today, here's the hero. 
uh, and here's the journey that they're going to go on. It's, it's, it's starting off in a, in a place where, you know, they're a certain type of person, and they're going to end up a different type of person by the time they finish this, finish, go through this journey. Uh, and whatever the brand is selling, there's a story, there's a journey that they can, uh, that, uh, that they can tell, a story that they can tell that creates that journey for the protagonist. Now, where does the brand fit in with all of this? For us, the brand is always the sage in the story. So in any great story, you have the sage, the wise person who kind of guides the, the protagonist along the way, along the, uh, and, and when, when the brand becomes a sage, uh, content marketing becomes amazing because you've identified the audience, you, you understand the journey, you set the stage, you know where you are, where you want to get them to, your audience or your hero, uh, and you're the sage. Uh, now, the sage can't be a sage without really identifying who they, why they do what they do rather than what they do. And so the brand, uh, I know there's also a lot of discussion about the why versus the what. I agree with Jim Signorelli uh, kind of blogging about this, by the way, and I think he was featured on your show talking about it. Amazing yes. show, by the way, a couple of weeks ago. Thank I think. you. Uh, yes. But I think I really believe in the why, and I think brands that don't get their why with content marketing are not going to go anywhere. So... That's why it really defines what your overarching uh, goal is. Um, so we have a client in the financial education, financial literacy uh, industry. Actually, actually, no. They connect uh, uh, people who are searching for account, bank accounts, credit cards to uh, to banks and credit card suppliers. And but but that's not that's what they do. Why they do it? They actually the owner, brilliant entrepreneur. Uh, uh, sorry, I was gonna you know convey whether I should say or That's not. Okay. <laughs> she set up she set up in town and she actually she is a firm believer in uh, financial literacy. She came here yes. um and uh, she struggled and she that's her that's the point of why. Uh, and we love yeah. working with her because she is doing exactly that and people are gravitating towards the content that she's producing. Uh, and the business is growing by tenfold because she's she's become her brand become sage to all these users, these protagonists that are on their stories, on their path. They come to Dubai or the Middle East region, and they're you know struggling to set up home, find a job, and uh, uh, I'm going to say the name Sukul Malbakum, and she's Amberine Musa, amazing brand, amazing uh, nice. founder of the brand, and they've done a great job. But there's a story That's behind great. it. There's an obscure yeah. story and there's a bad story. And they're very committed to the marketing. And they're, they're just smart enough to hire them, too, which is yeah. kind of like a nice uh, um, thank you. That's, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. So, Omar, thank you for that. Because I think running, you just... By the way, we might be running out of time. But that's it, I think. Again, it's posing a challenge to the protagonist and, and how the brand uh, helps the protagonist uh, go through all of uh, the journey of discovery and transformation and finally getting to the stage where, where people buy into the story because it, it's, it's a real story. Uh, that people can relate to, uh, and then allowing people to share it on multiple screens and platforms and transmedia storytelling. So getting a story and actually doing it online, offline, and trying to unify that and telling it uh, perfectly across platforms. I hope I kind of that's perfect you know what like you've just talked us through the ideal um in my mind the ideal structure for content marketing and it is like you say the reason people can buy into the story is because it's their story 
It's their story. And so thank you for that. That's that's a perfect. So like Omar said, you've got the scene, you've got your hero, you've got their journey. The brand is the stage. Thank you, Omar. I really appreciate you talking us through that because that's really helped me. And really, thank you so much for being here today. So don't forget. Now you can go to sleep. (laughs) So don't forget to check out Omar's company, um, sandstormdigital.com and the services they provide. Um, Lots of great knowledge there. And I love, I'm going to follow that uh, path that Omar has just set out for us. And don't forget to come and be my story friend at the Story Powered Institute at storypowered.institute. It's a fairly new community. What I'm really enjoying about it is finding out what your needs are and helping to meet it. So that's the best part of building a new thing is is having cool people to hang out with and, and help you to create something that works for them. So come and be the hero in my in my uh, on my stage. I'd love you to. Um, so next week we're going to be taking uh, we're going to have a little replay. We're going to have um, uh, my son is going into dental surgery so that'll be fun for me so you think of me at that time we'll be listening to the final frontier going back to our sci futures uh, episode you love it chocolate science fiction you got to watch it so story powered is on every tuesday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific on the voice america business channel thanks so much for joining me story leon pico and this is story powered i'll see you next week with more story Thank you for joining us this week for Story Powered. Leanne Pico invites you to tune in for another engaging program next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll help take your story and your business to the next level. 